Thank you, Christian. Um, want to start us off with a picture. Uh, it's a personal picture. So Sam, whenever you're able, it's a picture of me from a number of years ago. Uh, I'm hiking. I'm hiking with my dad and my brother. We're in California and we're actually hiking the highest point in, um, in, in, in California, Mount Whitney. And it's a great memory, but the thing that I want you to focus on actually is my backpack. It's a little hard to see uh, because it's behind me, but it's there. Uh, you can see the straps. Uh, and uh, the thing I want to just say is that I love, 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 love wearing a backpack on my back. Uh, because when I do have a backpack on my back, it means I am out there in God's beautiful world climbing up or down something. Um, and so we all have those go-to things, you know, the things that we go to to refresh us. And for me, this is one of them, wearing or having a literal backpack strapped onto my back. All right. So, so now I want to take this turn for all of us. And some of you are here and, and you like having literal backpacks on your back. Um, some of you love it and some of you don't. But all of us, and I mean each and every one of us, without exception, we do not like carrying metaphorical backpacks. And this is a reality that we face every day. We all are carrying around our metaphor, me metaphorical backpacks with different kinds of burdens, right? Stuffed inside. Sometimes it's just a few burdens and sometimes it's many burdens. And here's some pictures there, right? Just to get you thinking. Um, you know, sometimes those burdens are relatively light and sometimes they're just excruciatingly heavy. Um, I don't know if you could see the comic, but there's a young schoolgirl telling her friend, you know, I've outgrown my backpack. And so she's got a wagon. You know, sometimes it just feels like we're not even toting around a backpack. We've just got a wagon of burdens that we're just dragging around with us. Um, and so, Sam, you can end the screen share there. Okay. So just to keep us thinking along these lines, you know, your metaphorical backpack um, you know, your burdens might be things like lots of work on your plate or too many responsibilities or, or tight deadlines to meet them or anxieties about your future or anxieties about the future or maybe difficult to hear news, right? Could be personal, could be local, could be global, um, could be relational conflict or maybe family expectations, particularly unreasonable family expectations can burden us. Could be disappointments. You know, I talked to a number of you last week and this week. I, I just I feel so bad, you know, the campus or the university announcing that, you know, summer activities and summer housing uh, had to end. Uh, and, and so many of you are scrambling for plan B. And now that's a burden. Look, I, I don't need to tell you what your metaphorical backpack has in it right now. Um, you're carrying around it around with you every day. And so you're familiar, acutely familiar with your own personal burdens. And, you know, right now you might have some little pebbles in there, or you might have some large rocks or just a mixture of the two. And they're weighing us down. And so that's what brings us. It's like that image is what brings us to the theme tonight, which, which is the shoulders of love. Okay, so for the past several weeks, just like Christian said, we've been talking about love and looking at how Jesus loves us. And then we're considering what does that mean for then how we in turn love others. 
And so tonight we're going to think about the shoulders of love and Anna McGill, and she's going to read our scripture passage for us, which can be found in Matthew's gospel chapter eight. So go ahead whenever you're ready, Anna. And Sam, I actually have the scriptures if you want to put them up on the screen. Wonderful. All right, Matthew 8. When Jesus came into Peter's house, he saw Peter's mother-in-law lying in bed with a fever. He touched her hand and the fever left her, and she got up and began to wait on him. When evening came, many who were demon-possessed were brought to him, and he drove out the spirits with a word and healed all the sick. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. He took up our infirmities and bore our diseases. When Jesus saw the crowd around him, he gave orders to cross to the other side of the lake. Then a teacher of the law came to him and said, teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus replied, foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the son of man has no place to lay his head. Thank you, Anna. Um, so simple outline. We're going to look at Jesus' shoulders, and then we'll talk about our shoulders, okay? So first, Jesus' shoulders. I'm just going to, right off the bat, just state the obvious. Jesus has got himself some big shoulders, <laughs> big enough to lift off people's burdens and to snatch them out of their metaphorical backpacks, right? He takes away the sickness of Peter's mother-in-law. He lifts off the suffering of those who are in spiritual torment. He restores people to wholeness. He rescues them from their physical, mental, emotional brokenness. And this is all in just one evening. That's what Matthew records, right? Like we struggle to get one problem set done in one evening. And here's Jesus healing an entire town of people in one evening, right? So if I could use a really bad sports analogy, Jesus big and strong shoulders can carry anything and it makes nfl linebackers look like little boys because you know one of jesus missions in life was to come and to put our stuff on his shoulders and now our stuff i know that's a generic word but it's a fancy theological word for our sickness our brokenness our helplessness our sin even our death. See, the stuff that we carry around in our metaphorical backpacks, Jesus came to roll it off of our shoulders and to put it and place it squarely on his own shoulders. And Matthew, the gospel writer, he sees that. He gets it. And so he makes that connection for us when he quotes the prophet Isaiah. This is from chapter 53, verse 4 of Isaiah, written some 700, 700 years before Jesus where he, you know, Matthew says, or Isaiah says, he, meaning Jesus, took up our infirmity, infirmities and he bore our diseases. And if, you, if we pause to think about what Matthew is saying, what Isaiah is saying, what God is saying through these, these writers, this passage will shake up how some of us view Jesus, right? I, I am guessing that some of us here view Jesus like a, religious and loving Wanda. All right. So Sam, go ahead and show the picture. Oops. 
right? You're probably thinking like, I can't believe you're going there, right? So maybe you see Jesus as somebody who has all this power, like Wanda, and she just zaps people with healing, or sorry, and Jesus just zaps people with healing, or he zaps the dead to rise, right? Um, but this passage says, this is not how Jesus exercises his power. And you could take the picture away, Sam. <laughs> right? This passage tells us that Jesus' power is specifically linked to his willingness, not, not, not just his willingness to heal us, though he has that willingness, that eagerness. But his power is linked to his willingness to take on and to bear our burdens. So I, I hope you can hear that, right? Jesus' power, his ability to heal us, transform us, forgive us, make us whole, is empowered by the fact that he is willing to take on our stuff, our sickness, our physical, mental, spiritual sickness. So I just, I just don't want us to miss how, that this is how Jesus releases his power. It's, it's not a push power, right? Jesus doesn't throw his healing, throw his power onto people. No, his power is more of a pull power. Jesus powerfully pulls the brokenness. He pulls the sickness and sinfulness from others like us, and he pulls them onto himself. And that's how the healing comes. You know, so just put an even finer point on this. It's, it's like a surgeon who heals you of cancer, not by her knife, but by transferring the sickness into her own body. Or, or it's like a counselor who restores a broken relationship in your life, not by giving you wise advice, but by transferring that broken relationship into his own life. And now he's estranged from somebody he loves. Or it's like a hero who rescues you from death, not by some heroic act where you and that hero are both saved, but that hero steps into your place and dies and rescues you and, and dies instead of you. That's, that's what we're talking about here. And so I hope you can see the shoulders of Jesus, how large, how loving, how sacrificial, and how strong his shoulders truly always are. And next Friday is Good Friday, and, and we'll focus on Jesus at the cross. And it is at the cross that he has placed your sin and my sin, our burdens that we could not adequately deal with, he placed them on his shoulders. He didn't throw his power at our sin, but instead he pulled our sin to himself onto his shoulders bearing it himself. And that's how he uses his power to take away our sins so that they are no longer ours. And the person who knows that, who believes that, and who lives their life in light of that can claim, you know, this verse in Micah seven nineteen: for you, O God, you have compassion on us. You tread our sins underfoot and you hurl all our iniquities into the depths of the sea. And before I move on to our shoulders, I do want you to see, too, that Jesus had his own personal burdens, too. I hope you caught that in the last part of the passage that Anna read, you know, where Jesus basically said, I don't have a home. I don't have a place where I can lay my head and say, 
I belong here. People understand me here. People know who I am here. To not belong, to be misunderstood, to be alone, uniquely alone, those were some specific personal burdens that Jesus experienced. He had his unique burdens, and he also takes on our burdens as well. These are the shoulders of Jesus. All right. So with you know, looking at Jesus first, now let's turn to us. What about our shoulders? If we're going to love like Jesus loves and use our shoulders like him, what does that look like? So Sam, go ahead and share the screen. There's one verse that comes to mind, right? Galatians 6, 2 says it so well. Carry each other's burdens, and in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. And I think that's about as clear and concise as one can say it. Thank you, Apostle Paul. Carry each other's burdens. And when you do that, when we do that, we are fulfilling what Jesus has done for us. So let's get practical and explore, well, what will this look like in real time? Okay, you can take that off the screen now, Sam. Carrying each other's burdens means taking others' burdens on. I mean, you knew that was coming, right? It means you're willing and you're able to skillfully, wisely, lovingly take others' burdens onto your own shoulders. So do you know how to do that, right? It's going to involve your eyes, eyes of love, seeing others, discerning what their burdens might be. Something like, hey, I noticed that you seem bogged down by something lately. Is there anything that you want to talk about? It's also going to be about your feet, you know, feet of love, slowing down long enough so that you actually spend time with other people and you're not constantly just scampering away to the next thing on your list. Instead, of asking somebody in passing, how are you doing? You, your feet slow down long enough and you ask, how are you really doing? And it'll, it'll be about your hands, hands of love, where you enter into the person's life, you get involved, you take initiatives, you make sacrifices to appropriately lighten their burden by taking a portion of their burden onto yourself. And it will be about your mind and your heart, mind and heart of love. You know, the, the mind of love where you suspend rushing to judgment about them and a heart of love where you, you know, where you stop from running into quick solutions. And instead of telling them like they've done this, this thing or that thing wrong or how you can fix it or how they can fix it, um, you simply communicate to them that you are for them and that you are with them. And yes, at some point, it might involve using the mouth of love, like telling them something that's hard for them to hear, but that should not be the first thing that you do when you're using your shoulders of love. And I get it. Carrying somebody else's burdens is hard. We have our own burdens. How can I carry somebody else's? But that is not the way of Christ. We have his gospel because Jesus was willing to carry his burdens and our burdens. And so by his grace, by his spirit, 
in his love, we do likewise. Right. So now I want you to think, think about the people that God has put around you, you know, friends, new friends, old friends, family, lab partners, teammates, teachers, janitors, you know, dining crew employees. How do you see them? Do you know that they all have on a metaphorical backpack and they all have burdens inside of there weighing them down? And some of them, some of their burdens are successfully hidden, hidden from everyone. And, and maybe they can't even see them, but they're there and they're just as real as yours. Are you willing to love the people that God has put around you by shouldering some of their burdens? Uh, it'll cost you. It'll stretch you, but if you do, then you become like these mini shoulders of Christ that come into their life. Of course, our shoulders are not as big as Jesus' shoulders, but it is Jesus' plan until he comes back. It is his plan that our shoulders would carry others' burdens by the power of his love. Okay? So... Carrying others' burdens, being willing and, and, and asking God for help to skillfully do that. And then also, it's going to mean, you know, carrying each other's burdens is going to mean that you share your burdens too. It means that you're willing, you're able to take the risk, open up, and tell trusted people about the things that are burdening you. So do you do that? And, and if you don't, if, if you're very reluctant to do that, are you willing to at least consider it? You know, when somebody asks you the question, how are you doing? And it's just so easy to say, fine, or I'm hanging in there. And honestly, there's, there's nothing wrong with that answer a lot of the time. But then there are those times when we just simply, we're not fine. And yet we say it anyway. There are times when we have more burdens in our backpack than we feel like we can handle. Are we willing to share those burdens with those around us and, and actually give them the opportunity to fulfill the law of Christ for us? One of the biggest enemies that, you know, I think keeps us from sharing our burdens with others is that, and this is something we have to constantly battle with, is, is this, this enemy called, well, it's a great thing sometimes, but it can also be an enemy. It goes both ways, but I'm talking about competence, right? There is so much pressure on us to appear to be competent, right? Being competent, it's what got you through school. It's what got you into college. It's what wins you awards. It's what gets you leadership positions and clubs. It's what lands you an internship or a job. And so we get lulled into believing that we always have to project I've got this. I can do this. I'm competent. And you know what? I, I know we can handle a lot, but we can't handle everything. You can't say, I've got this about everything. And, and so we have to break through that lie that tells us we always have to be competent and we always have to have it figured out. And one great way to break through that lie is to open up our metaphorical backpack with somebody you trust, you pull out a burden and you say to them, 
in a thoughtful, constructive way. I'm, I'm struggling right now with this. <laughs> I remember one time when I was your age, you know, this is what actually when I was in, in college, being so overwhelmed and burdened by something. What that thing is, it doesn't matter. But I couldn't handle it anymore. Uh, and it was a summertime. It was like July or August. It was hot. Um, and so I put on my running shoes and I, I ran across town to my friend Ted's house. I rang his doorbell. And so there I am standing on his doorstep, sweating like crazy. And Ted answers the door. He's surprised to see me. He had no idea I was coming over. And, and I just, it's the moment he opened the door, just the words started coming out of my mouth. It was like a tube of toothpaste that just somebody squeezed. I just, I didn't even say hi. I just started blurting out this burden that I had to him right there on the doorstep. And you know what he did? He listened to me. He grabbed me. He hugged me. He told me that he loved me. And then he prayed for me. And that was 30 years ago. And I remember it like it was yesterday because my backpack got so much lighter because Ted was like the shoulders of Christ for me in that moment. And maybe some of you here tonight, maybe you need to do that with Jesus. You, you just, you need to give your burdens to him. And maybe some of you, you need to do that with a trusted friend or a family member. Either way, do it, right? We shouldn't, be, we shouldn't pretend that we don't have burdens. Th that's anti-gospel. Jesus came because he knew we had burdens. So let's not pretend that we don't have them. Now, a um, couple more words, uh, and I want to end with Jesus' words. But some of you here are really good at allowing others to roll their burdens onto you. And you know what? Praise God that he's gifted you that way. But maybe God is calling you now to take a step of faith, and now it's time for you to trust others, and it's time for you to share a burden or two with somebody else. And then there are some of those, some of you here tonight that you're really good at opening up and being honest and transparent and pouring out your burdens to a trusted friend or family member, anybody who will listen. And again, praise God that you're willing to do that. But God might be calling you to be quiet for a while and for you to take that step of faith. And now for you to listen to others, ask questions to those around you and allow them to cast their burdens on your shoulders. So may God strengthen us by his grace, strengthen us by his spirit to have strong shoulders that eagerly, eagerly bear others' burdens. And may God strengthen us and, and give us soft hearts that are willing to say to somebody else in a thoughtful and constructive way, will you share this burden with me? Like, will you be the shoulders of Christ for me? And I want the final words tonight of, for, from this message to be the words of Jesus. And these are also from Matthew's gospel a little later on in chapter 11, come from uh, verses 28 to 30. And it's, a, it's another passage um, about Jesus' shoulders and our shoulders. And that's why I thought it was just a perfect way to end this message about the shoulders of love. So listen to the words of Jesus, our Savior. He says to you and me, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. 
Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Amen.